Good day and welcome to the Cincy Slangin' Bearcat Podcast. I'm Coomer, joined as always by Hummer. Hummer, what's up, buddy? You know, I'm a bit disappointed. Uh, I'm not happy. Frankly, I'm pissed, okay? First off, this is a therapy session. Therapy sessions can be good. It can be bad, and this one is freaking great. But that's not why I'm pissed. First, I'll just get to it. It is a great day to be a Cincinnati Bearcat fan, but we allowed 20 points in the second half. What is that? 20 points? That's it? Sir, I do not appreciate <laughs> your sarcastic tone. This is a time for pure, unadulterated euphoria, and you will not throw me <laughs> off and concern me with how you dis- how you are starting this podcast, Hummer. 20 points in the second half. We allowed 20 points to the 15th ranked in the nation fighting make, Illini. Make that the 14th ranked. The Bearcats, the Bearcats just defeated the number 14 in team, number 14 team in the country. I can barely speak. 71. 71 51. Now, Hummer, I don't want you to too, obsess too much over Ken Palm because as you can tell, it's not quite that accurate right now. Ken Palm started out the Bearcats at what? 110? 110, but we we discussed why because Ken Palm has a hard time gauging new players on a team, which we are loaded with. And it's slowly, actually quickly catching up. It's nowhere near where we should be, but it's getting there. We jumped already to 74 today. No distractions. We need to get no straight into this game. The first real test of the season. The Bearcats started out the year 4-0 against competition that is is subpar, right? They did play Georgia. Georgia's projected to, to be the, the seller dweller of the SEC. It's not a very good team. They they played Alabama AM. They played Presbyterian. And here they are in their fifth game of the season in in Kansas matched up against Illinois, a team that was the one seed last season, a one seed in the March Madness NCAA tournament. And they are, they are returning Kofi Coburn, who I, (laughs) I can never resist saying it Cockburn, but it's Kofi Coburn. After a three game suspension, he returned to the court tonight. The man is enormous. The man is a stud. He gets incredible position and he scores layups. And after a quick 23-8 start over the first eight minutes of the game, eight-plus minutes, the Bearcats rally back to win 71-51. A remarkable, just an incredible performance. We we considered the probability of the Bearcats winning this game. In fact, after speaking to Illinois superfan Dan Masterson, I think both of us were kind of expecting a victory. Like, this is something that can happen. We match up well. But 20 we went points. Our, we, went, we went and put our money on it. We were like, uh, our first text was to our, our bookie. We're not going to throw his name out there, but, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, because I live in New York and right. And I don't, so I don't have legalized sports betting here through, through the internet interwebs. So I call my bookie who places a bet for me money line. I don't even need the Bearcats to cover. Like, Bearcats are winning this thing outright. And then I text him back and be like, wait, is there a bonus? A bonus, like, a, you know, something that's going to make this bet pay out more because, we reverse covered. It's uh, it, it's it's truly remarkable. Nowhere in my wildest dreams 
was I expecting a, a demolishing, a, a destruction like the Bearcats just put on Illinois. They, you know, they outscored them 37-20 in the second half. Uh, where do we start? Like, what, where do we even start? We have to start with the defense. This is an elite top 10 defense in the country. A hundred percent. You know, I had this thought, and this is the last I'll bring it up because you know what? This season to me is a lot of broken promises being put back together, right? We were promised stifling defense, defense first, crashing the boards for the last two years. And this year we freaking got it. <laughs> we really did. Um, we knew that the thing that could potentially make this team special the thing that could potentially make this team surprise people, you know, a lot of folks were penciling in this team for 16, 17, 18 victories, not a lot of turning buzz. Uh, this podcast may or may not have predicted 24 wins. I'm not, I'm not one to brag. It, it may, it may have happened. Check the records. Um, but Hummer, the one thing that could have made them special ever, it, it wasn't hard to predict but with the front court that they have with Adu, with Lockin, with Aguama, with Koval, and then the types of guards and the quickness, athleticism, and ranginess of their backcourt, you could see a world in which this defense was going to be special. And four games, five games now into the season, they're already operating on all cylinders. The rotations are perfect. The toughness the the group rebounding the fact that that you have a guy like Kofi Coburn starting off the game with a quick 12 points seemingly not having many answers and the Bearcats making these slight tweaks these slight adjustments a little more effort a little faster on the rotations and the rest of the game Illinois it's just it's amazing uh, Illinois scored 28 points 28 points from the 12 minute mark of the first half on Mm. You know, and like I said, I'm upset by it because it should have been, you know, more like 23 points, right? They should have only had 15 points in the second half. Uh, absolute disaster dumpster fire of the last five minutes. I'm, I'm being totally facetious here. It was incredible watching this. Like, we're everywhere. There's the speed. We're keeping guys in front of us. We're causing mayhem, turnovers, deflections, blocked shots. Five blocked shots uh, registered today. John Newman getting in on the action with some block shots. Like everybody is swatting at every single ball around the rim. And it's incredible. It's so fun to watch. It's, you know, you're, you're just watching them. It's, it's elite. You've said it perfectly. There's no better way to put it than right now. The defense looks elite. It's something we said three weeks ago, three weeks ago, three games ago, after the second game, when we, you know, not, well, not a large sample size, but defense is something that translates. It's something that can, can, you, it's going to, what's, what's the right word there? It's going to translate all across, all across your schedule. Terry Nelson elite, said it in the post game show with Wes Miller, the way he phrased it was, was defense travels. Defense yes. goes with you wherever you go. Defense travels. Perfect way to put it. And, and that gives us that. I think that's, what's going to give us the confidence of, of moving up this timetable of the Bearcats being ranked in the top 25. Cause here's what's about to happen. We're about to beat Arkansas tomorrow. We're going to have two top 15 team wins under our belt in one week. And the Associated Press is going to come out with the Bearcats at number 22. It's not hyperbole anymore. 
the when you play defense, like the Bearcats are playing defense, this is going to translate to any matchup they face. Yes, there are teams that will be more offensively gifted and will present different, more unique challenges than Illinois did. But let's not pretend like Illinois doesn't have the biggest, strongest, baddest man in college basketball. Kofi yeah, was for good, real. And he had a good game. He had a very good game. But what? how many other teams are there in the country that face Illinois that can say, you know what? We know you've got Kofi Coburn. We're going to throw four different legitimate bigs at you. Three of them are at or or just about seven feet tall. <laughs> one of them, the other one, is Odio Guama, who's a pogo stick and works his ass off and will irritate you and will draw an, a critical offensive foul in the second half. The team, this team is built special, but it, there's the pieces, right? Just because you have the pieces doesn't mean it's going to translate to on-court results. Wes Miller has already gotten this entire roster to buy into a style of play, to buy into a greater good, to buy into a system that's going to see guys play 15 minutes, 24 minutes, 19 minutes, 29 minutes. Nobody's going to take you know, a huge chunk of the minutes in a way that's disproportionate because these guys stay fresh. They, they're rotating guys in and out. We talked about it with Dan. Illinois is not a deep team. This is not a team that, that has a, a, a plethora of talent on their bench to go to. You see their starter minutes. Frazier's playing 33 minutes. Williams is playing 27. Kofi in his first game back, 27. The rest of the bench is, is one, six, five, one, three, six. These aren't guys Illinois trusts. And so you're the Bearcats. You get to put on this aggressive, in-your-face, full frontal defense that's just going to wear teams down game in game out. So every single game we go into as fans, we are now allowed expecting a win, Like we can compete for wins. We can beat any team when you play defense like this. I think it's fair to say that the defense has been installed properly. We've had man, the man defense zone defense all looks great. Uh, the offense also seems to be, for the most part, installed. And the other thing that that's also been installed is is handling the full court press. Illinois, uh, for long stretches in the second half, put on what what looked like actually a pretty decent full court full court press. They made it very difficult for us to get the ball up and down, but we did a really good job of of keeping under control, not turning the ball over, getting out of that press. Even though sometimes we were rushed, we had to rush. But that's where Mike Saunders Jr stuck out of my mind he was he was unreal tonight right right if we're going to call out individual performances that's the person you're starting with there was a right? moment in the game where where the thought crossing my mind was oh it's the mike saunders jr game but you know what it's not because we're going to get lots of these games in the future this is what mike saunders jr is growing into the man went five of six from the field nine of ten from the free throw line let me repeat Nine of 10 from the free throw line. The team itself went 17 of 20 for 85%. I was going to say, if we're giving props to the free throw machine, the whole team gets gets some uh, pats on the back. For sure, yeah. but Mike, Mike Saunders Jr. shot half of those free throws. Four <laughs> rebounds, consistent pressure defense on Illinois guards, and multiple times mixed it up inside when there was a loose ball with Kofi, with other Illinois bigs putting his nose in there, getting hands on balls. Like Mike Saunders Jr., this was by far the most impressive game of his Bearcat career so far. It's only year two. 
this isn't just this isn't going to be known as the Mike Saunders Jr. game because we're going to get many more of these games. And and Derek, I should also mention Hummer. 24 minutes played, lots of ball handling, like you said, a full court press, zero turnovers. Zero turnovers for Mike Saunders Jr. He did get close, but I was proud. He he gathered himself back up. And I believe on that possession towards the end of the game, it was, it was he was breaking the press. He was charging down the court pretty quickly and the ball kind of slipped out, but he ended up grabbing. I think he actually ended up finishing, finishing, uh, finishing with the bucket in the lane there. Um, but look, turnovers were look, we didn't keep underneath the magic number of 10, but we kept it under under our opponent, which is key. Uh, we caused more mayhem than, than what they were causing on us. Um, so look, a tremendous effort all around. Illinois, um, Illinois shot 28%. Illinois shot 28.1%, 16 of 57 from the field, three of 22 from three for 13.6%. Look, if you want to see how good the defense is, right? Those are the numbers for the field shots without anybody playing defense on them. They shoot 76% from the line. <laughs> the Bearcats actually out rebounded Illinois in this game, uh, 40 to 36. If there's one maybe nitpick you can have about the performance, they gave up 14 offensive rebounds. I think that, I think, look, it's we're TBD in terms of how good all of these teams actually are. But I don't think this is an Illinois team that's going to fade as the season goes along. I think with Kofi back in the lineup, uh, with, with Underwood as their coach, you're going to see this team prove itself to be a very tough out for teams in the Big Ten um, as they continue through, you know, whoever they play, Arkansas or Kansas State tomorrow, they're going to prove themselves to be a very tough opponent. Kofi is the real deal. And the Bearcats rallied from a 15-point deficit and, again, beat this team by 20 points. I think you gotta you got to give me some props for that. Um, I did start the tone with the, with the, reverse, the reverse jinx. Um, when we go down 15, my text to you was, we suck. That's it. However, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to call yourself out. You're allowed being emotional on text. You're allowed sending me uh, panic texts on, on these, you know, on a random drive during a football game or during a bad start of a basketball game. I'm not going to put you on blast for these things. You don't have to. Tell uh, it's, it's funny just because like then like a few minutes later, as we're like, we're, we're, I think we're getting ready to tie the game up. I'm like, well, that certainly turned around. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could sort of see the team just settle in like they in those opening eight minutes the offense really looked disjointed and considering they gave up 23 points in the first eight minutes of the game like that's a that's a pace at that point to give up like 100 points in the game that's simply not Bearcats basketball what we've been accustomed to in the first four games and certainly not what Wes Miller preaches and all of a sudden it's like a light bulb went on the pressure defensively got much more aggressive and you saw Illinois guards and the Illinois backcourt get much more uncomfortable. And then Mike Saunders jr. In particular, anytime we got a stop, got a rebound, the ball would find his hands and he did an amazing job pushing the pace. It wasn't always to, to get an easy bucket in transition. Sometimes it was just to get the game moving a little bit faster, a little bit quicker. What I noticed is that the side effect of that was Illinois seemed to, at the end of the first half, move away from that, that from getting the ball inside to Kofi Coburn. They moved away from their bread and butter uh, of pounding it inside and getting in those opportunities. And some of that is due to simply the Bearcats' wing defense being so much more aggressive and denying entry passes. 
but some of that was due to the the pace change that Mike Saunders Jr. brings into a game when he gets on the court. What do you even need me for anymore, man? You're just breaking down these games. Uh, no, like it's a, it's hundred percent right. It's the one thing you like you constantly notice is this team kind of has two speeds. One is is fast, and one is super fast. You know, I think the pace of this game, like, but they're what they're really good at, or what they're getting better at. The improvement I've seen over the last these last five games, when they are kind of feeling like they're going too fast, they will pull it out. They'll get into the half court offense. They will run it. Sometimes that you see them force it, but they're getting a lot better of, of, of kind of being a little more patient and let's run, let's run around, let's run a few plays, let's run some picks, let's see what happens. Uh, and so they're very good about getting the ball to that point. And if they see that there's not an opening, kind of pulling it back and getting set into an offense. And that, that's an encouraging sign to me. I feel like we're starting to see guys really figure out their strengths too. It's not like we didn't see a few bad shots in this game. You know, I can recall a Jeremiah quick three. I can recall a, a John Newman, the third quick three, but by and large, these guys seem to do a very good job operating within their strengths. I thought one of the biggest plays of the game, uh, something that stood out to me sort of as like a microcosm for the, the ethos ethos of this team was Abdullah Doe grabbing a Abdullah do grabbing a, an offensive rebound. And it seemed like he might've had an opportunity to put it back up and in, but it would have been contested. And instead turns around, kicks it back to Jeremiah Davenport, who has a wide open three. And anytime you get an offensive rebound, you're going to usually have open three point opportunities, but the unselfishness there of grabbing that offensive board, not being all about yourself, finding an open teammate with a better shot and a better look. Uh, it just, it just really, it, it, it felt good to see. It seems like a, a good, a good sign for things to come from this Bearcats team. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard to, it's, this is a game. that's it's, it's hard to pick apart. We played amazing. It's like we played Presbyterian, but in the form of Illinois. Oh, so, there's nothing, there's nothing to pick apart. Abdul, yeah. Abdullah do had a, had a slow start for the Bearcats in those first three games. And the second two, you can understand exactly why Wes Miller wanted him on the team. He is, he is tough defensively. It's not just blocking shots. He, he disrupts. He, he leads to steals. He's a good rebounder. He's obviously a big body. How many guys and how many teams in the country have an ado to throw at Kofi? There's just such a unique mix of how players. Many, how many teams have an ado, a lock-in, a Koval? Like, how many teams have that? And look, this was a game where we were projecting that the rotations were to tight, tight, tighten up. We still threw 10 guys, like 10, 10 guys who got minutes, who accumulated minutes. I'm not technically, we actually, I think, through all 13, all 13 players or all 13 players that are able to play right now onto the court. But we had a rotation of 10 solid guys coming in and out of the game, giving guys fresh legs all game. You're getting thrown six and seven footers who are athletic, who can move around, who, who aren't just one trick ponies. They have tools that they can use to be disruptive in the games. And we do it constantly. This is going to be, so the Bearcats are going to be a very hard out this year. Like it's going, we are going to win 24 games minimum. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, like, I thought, yeah. I thought when you go through the schedule, there are a few tough games non-conference, but after Arkansas or Kansas state, you, you're mixing in a Monmouth. There's obviously a Xavier game, but there's a, another few cupcakes in there. They're going to rack up double digit wing wins and non-conference. And then we get to conference play where yes, there's Memphis and you play them twice. There's Houston. You play them twice. Very good. Very challenging teams. I can't wait to watch those matchups. They're going to be fantastic, but there's also, there's also many games on that schedule where 
if we're taking this defense on the road with us, we're going to be a tough out every single night. And even when we have bad shooting nights, we're going to remain in games because of how hard this team defends. From a rotation standpoint, you mentioned the fact that 10 guys got 12 minutes or more um, in this game. The guys who are being leaned on in, in the most heavy way so far, it's mostly our wing and backcourt space. And you're seeing Newman, Davenport, Adams Woods, DeJulius, and Saunders really lock in those key wing slash guard minutes. And to me, the theme there, these are the guys that defend the hardest. And, and maybe hardest is the wrong word, because I, I do think that that Koval, not Koval, but Madsen, he gets in there and defends hard as well. These are the guys who who are twitchy, they are quick, athletic, they're long, they they can move their feet. This is the most disruptive group from a defensive standpoint, and I think that's what Wes Miller is really leaning on so far. Um, but look, I, I mean, we're kidding ourselves if we don't think there's going to be games where Mason Madsen gets in the game and catches fire and knocks down five three-pointers. That's going to happen. He's going to have games where, where his minutes distribution it's goes up. It's going to happen on Saturday, December 11th. That's right. 2021. I've called that. Uh, I think I called that in our season. I don't know if you called a season preview. Uh, whenever we, whenever we did it, I called Mason Matson game, December 11th, 2021. He's going to have five threes that game. Yeah. I think you've preemptively called it the Mason Matson game and I totally, I'm, I'm buying it. Uh, the record will show this and we will make sure we bring attention to it when it happens. And if it doesn't happen, I don't really care because it's going to happen. <laughs> I can't um, be wrong. I cannot be wrong. A few other things I'll, I'll mention before we depart. These are supposed to be quick, rapid reactions. I do a bad job of that because I get long-winded. But Victor Lockin, uh, I'm still in love with you. I I still can't quit. Uh, I can't look quit at getting that excited. Look at that like effectiveness. 15 minutes, and you're pulling in almost almost 25 percent of our rebounds. Nine, nine points, eight boards, a block, a steal. The activity is incredible. His finishing around the rim is incredible. He's so smooth on the block. I think the most exciting part of this team, it's the fact that we have this defense and the offense is still very much untapped. Like we, we, have, we have not maximized what the offense could potentially be because we have this, this unique unicorn of a talent coming off the bench for 15 minutes a game and as the season goes along and the team gets more and more comfortable with his skill set, we're going to find that in these, in these secondary minutes where he's coming off the bench, we can actually run everything through him and he's finding shooters and he's finishing layups. And it's, it's going to be a beautiful sight, Hummer. This is, this is going to be a special, special year. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw him bring the ball up the court a few times. No, and, I'm not saying and not know, look I mean, completely like uncomfortable either. Right. Like not, a, I'm not saying he looks like a point guard, but he looks like, yeah, I'll take this thing to the rack. If I need to the skill sets wild. I, I, we can't speak highly enough. It's there's another game tomorrow against uh, a formidable opponent, no matter who wins this game between Kansas state and Arkansas. But man, if you are a Bearcat fan, how, 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 Freaking good does it feel right now to to have a team on the football field that's likely going to be in the top four of the college football playoff rankings that is deserving and likely heading to the college football playoff itself 
and now a basketball program that is already blown all preseason expectations out of the water. It didn't happen. I was kind of worried about it for a minute that, you know, the college football playoff committee was going to call down to the officiating teams and say, Hey guys, we need to tighten this one up. We don't want to see Cincinnati with this many style points on the board. Um, it's not a good look for us, but you know, there's nothing they can do about it. Basketball is a completely different sport that uses a lot more analytics in determining their champions. So suck it. Uh, we beat Illinois by 21 points tonight. Enjoy it. Bearcat fans. We are back at it tomorrow. Uh, as of right now, I think it's going to be Arkansas. They're, they are, they are winning against Kansas state, but regardless, we're going to play a decent opponent no matter what tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping it's Arkansas. So that way my prediction of a top 25 ranked Bearcat team is correct by the end of this week. Feels good, buddy. Let's enjoy it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Cheers, bud. Cheers.